0: Good morning, great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe. Welcome to another lovely episode of Creatively Disrespectful. I am your host, D. Dmitri, as always. And some light stuff to get into today you know what you know what i'ma call it a mixed bag it's a mixed bag of luggage right because there's some lightness and then there's a couple of heavy things too but not too heavy because i don't want to start the week too weighted. um so per the usual let's get into it y'all so i had a another adventure in waco recently uh i want to say uh let's see not not a week ago but a week and the week before that because uh, <laughs> the last week that went by is a complete blur and uh, i will share why in a minute but um so yeah i had a event in waco And this will now have been the third time that I've gone out that way to do an event. Uh, Waco, in its directness, is an hour and a half from where I am located here in South Austin. However, both times that I've gone out there before, I've always gone past. Uh, The first time I did an event that shall not be named, but will be talked about in the book, um, where it was a nightmare of an event and I was told Waco and they were actually on the outskirts of Waco. So it was two hours of some change for me, which makes a huge difference when you're transporting food and, uh, having staff come along with you and just so many things y'all. Um, the second time I actually went to that same location and um, that's because I became friends with the ownership of the property and they look out and we're going to get to that in a minute too. This time uh, the location was directly in Waco, however uh, where I needed to stay at ended up being like another 2 hour and 10-15 minute drive. So, okay, Uh, I looked, 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 looked all over Airbnb to find a place to stay because I was bringing my dog this time and I also needed a place to house all of my food. Something that happened on the first, very, very first Waco trip is that um, the house that I was staying in did actually have room for the food, but the group that came in, were using both refrigerators as their own as if I didn't need to have space to hold all this food for them for uh, I can't I want to say it was like I want to say it was like eight services in the entire weekend it actually might have been yeah I think that's about right I think in three days it was like eight services and uh, when I got there they had taken all the room in the refrigerator. Uh, they also had taken over the largest kitchen. You know what? I said we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> so, so I am not going to start my day on negativity. We're not going to talk about it. Needless to say, the situation that I had before was a definitely a learning lesson and it taught me that I totally need to have a place to stay where I can actually have space to put all my food that I need for events. And then also if I need to pre-prep a couple of things, you know, I have a kitchen. Uh, if I need to prep some stuff during the time frame, that, I don't have to worry about prepping everything there. So... I couldn't find anything in the city limits where I wanted to. And so I looked around, looked around. I couldn't find anything that wasn't going to cost me about over $1,000 for the entire weekend. And that means I would have made little to no profit. You know what? Not even just that. I would have made no profit. And I probably would have also lost some money. Which is not what I wanted to do. So... um I found this place. It was this cabin and uh Verbo, And online, it looked like it would be fine. It was like a, a small cabin, the way that it was kind of listed. And uh, some of the things that it had um, listed about it was like, oh, you know, like we don't have Wi-Fi because people like to come here to be off the grid and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of... I mean, that's fine, but me, being, I don't know, foolish and unassuming, I thought that, okay, y'all just don't have Wi-Fi, but that does mean I would have some sort of phone connection out there. (laughs) Absolutely not. And so me and my dog, uh, Tyra, which you will see me and hear me uh, reference her quite often, Uh, we, you know, we went on out there, packed up everything and, uh, well, I decided that I didn't want to stay Friday night because I didn't want my first time going to a cabin in the woods to be like late at night. I felt like I needed to do this in the daytime. That's it. That seemed and felt safer to me. So that's what I chose to do. So the next day, Saturday, uh, early in the morning, I packed, well, I was intending to leave early in the morning. However, so many things happened that morning that was just (laughs) nuts and crazy. And I don't think we ended up leaving out until about 10 a.m. for a two hour and 15 minute drive out to this cabin. So I pack up Tyra, I have all of our things and everything I need for the event, and I drive on out there, get out to the spot, get to the road to turn on where I'm going. And as I'm driving, like it goes off of a regular road onto a dirt road. And I'm driving on back and it's like this is a one lane dirt road. Like if anyone else were coming down or going up, uh, you would be screwed because there's no room it's like the pathway that's clear through these trees is specifically for one car only and I passed the first cabin on the right and I was like oh, okay it looks like a nice decent spot and then I passed the second cabin on the left same same it's like okay and then keep driving and I get to a sign where it's like a little fork in the road that says cabins this way. And I'm like, oh, okay, because I really didn't think there was anything left. Because then it, the road drops from being dirt to gravel. And so I just keep on driving, keep on driving, pass another cabin on the left. And then it gets to this one point in the road where there's all these crazy grooves. Um, and it's going uphill and the road's like halfway washed out. And I'm like, Ugh, okay, so... We get over that part, and then I drive into this open field grass, like tall grass open field. And we get back there, and I'm like, huh, okay. Uh, And the area to park my car is not directly in front of the cabin. And I say that because every other cabin that was out there, you could drive up directly in front of the cabin to park your vehicle. But for mine, it was further away and then there were a whole bunch of it was like it was stopped off by some fallen tree trunks and then there were a whole bunch of rocks of like a pathway or whatever that you would have to walk through first before you would get to the actual house that shouldn't make a difference but it did in this case and so I got there and unlocked a. Uh, unlock the house on both sides because uh, there was two sides there was a main porch in the middle then there's a little outside seating area and on the right side was one little cabin and then on the left side was another so and that's where the lockbox and everything was at too so What it really was was uh, the left side was where the bed, the TV, and, like, a little dining room table was at. And the right side was the kitchen and the bathroom. And um, so I unlock everything so I can start unloading everything. Let Tyra get out the house and try to get her into the house with the bed. And um, it's real quiet out here, y'all. Like, it's real quiet is dead silent and again I, I guess in any other circumstance that would be cool but uh... yeah it was just it, it wasn't it wasn't hot yo it it, it it really wasn't I didn't like how silent it was And also, I noticed that, um, yeah, no Wi-Fi, like they said, fine. But I had no service. Like, I had limited to no service. And I did not like that right there one bit. Um, Because I need to have some sort of connection with the outside world if I'm out here in the middle of nowhere by myself. So I gather things together, separate stuff, get everything the way it should be before it's time for me to leave um, to go on this journey back to where the house is. Because even from where we are, the house that I'm going to be working at is 45 minutes away. So it's a 45 minute drive back and forth. So I've just clocked two hours and like 15 minutes, something like that. Now I'm about to clock another hour and a half round trip yeah 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 um and uh I went and did my second dinner um at the house in Waco and uh mine let me just put a pin there real quick the house itself where I was doing the event and the event that I was actually doing went gloriously um the the women for the actual event were all um, mothers who were entrepreneurs who do a lot of things with their businesses using certain tools from social media. And, you know, I'm not a big social media fan or person like that, which is funny because, like, you hear me do these podcasts and y'all see me post stuff on my business page, my personal page. My dog has an Instagram. So it <laughs> see? To say that you're not a person that's social media heavy, but then you have all of these handles is kind of crazy, I guess. But it's just, mm, there's certain things that I do and certain things that I don't. And having conversations with people when they say that anything they see on the internet they don't believe is true anyway. And it's like, I have to use that for marketing for businesses. Like, so what? I mean, am I wasting my time? I don't know. Uh, anyway that's what the ladies did and um, so it was just a really good vibe the energy was really really cool to be around and um, yeah the energy was great so um, hour and a half round trip and I come back the second uh, after the dinner that night and when I say that drive at night was terrible oh yeah it's pitch dark getting out there just on the main road and then like you know i said before i have to turn off the main road onto a dirt road and i turned off of that onto a dirt road to drive all the way back to the end of this dirt road where it's dead silent Everything that is the precursor to a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is pretty much what this experience felt like to the point that I tried to eat a salad that night when I came in because I was starving because I hadn't ate all day and I tried to drink a glass of wine and I could do neither. I was so frazzled with anxiety that I couldn't get anything, anything, anything done. Sometimes I think my dog is scarier than me, but most times I think she just kind of feeds off of my energy too. And so her and I are trying to sleep and let me backtrack and talk about these bugs. So in the description of the house of the cabin it stated that there were these bugs that would sometimes swarm outside because they like to swarm toward the light and so their suggestion to get around the bugs would be to turn the light off uh and then that way the bugs will go away now i've just told y'all that we're in at the end of a dead end road in the stark and stillness of light um all the way at the back why am i not gonna have light on to be able to see the get in this household that sounds terrifying in its own right well um I had all the porch lights and stuff on when I left because I knew I was gonna be coming back late and I turned <laughs> and I get there and the doors to the side with the bed and the kitchen are both covered in these little small bugs. I don't know what they were. They weren't mosquitoes, but they were bigger than gnats, but they're like bigger than fly. It was just weird, weird. Um, so I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to just open the door and try to run in and hope a lot of them don't come in. That was a lie. I opened the door and of course they all followed in behind me and it's just like, oh my god, great, 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 great. And so Uh, I'm trying to shoo them out or whatever. And I said, you know what? I'm too tired for this. And I already feel like this is going to be an interesting night. So, yeah, let's try to get some sleep. So, I sat up for a while. And uh, they had a Blu-ray player there and a bunch of old DVDs. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this will help me calm down. So, I saw, I was looking through the list of things that I could watch. And I'm like, oh. Oh the first movie that's sitting out as if it was the last movie that someone watched was 12 Years a Slave and so I'm like um yeah no we will not be watching that today absolutely not watching that today so then I saw Disturbia which is uh, a movie in the early stages of Shia LaBeouf's career and I was like yeah you know what I'm I want to see that. I want to see this. I haven't seen Disturbia in a while. And then I put it in and I turned it on. And you know, all that eerie, like sinister sounding music came in. And I'm like looking around the room of where I already am. How I have every set of blinds open in this cabin. And the lights are still on outside. And the lights are on in the cabin. And the lights are on across the way in the kitchen. And all the blinds and stuff are open. And I'm like, yeah, maybe Disturbia is not the choice. So, I chose to watch the sandlot. Um, and this is Saturday night. This is important for a couple of reasons. So, um I turned on the sandlot and I couldn't eat, couldn't drink anything. So, I'm like I'm just going to get in the bed and I'm sitting here trying to convince my dog to stop trying to eat these uh bugs that have followed me inside because a lot of them are on the bed too and I'm just like fuck it. I need to get rest. And then um the air condition. So the air conditioners that they had, of course, were both wall units, which is fine. But they turned on and off throughout the night. And they were very loud. Very loud to the point that it sounded like a pickup truck or something driving onto property. So when I'm already back here in the middle of the place by myself, I have no kind of connection to the outside world. I don't have, like, I'm just like... This is the most uncomfortable list of things combined that I know that I'm not getting rest tonight and unfortunately neither is my dog. And I say that because if it wasn't me popping up when that loud noise went off, it was her. Because we were just both incredibly, incre- incredibly frazzled. Um, So that was night one cabin in the woods. Don't worry, there's way more of this story to go.